Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to Lovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you latest insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. In the current episode, I'm joined by expert sheep shearer George Graham. George starts off by discussing how the current restrictions are changing work practice for shearing teams around the country. We move on to discuss the parts of being well prepared and how it can leave the job easier for both the shearer and farmer alike. George emphasises the importance of safety around shearing him, particularly with equipment and handling the sheep. We finish up with George discussing training the next generation of sheep shearers and why it's an important skill for farmers to learn. George, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Kieran, for giving me the opportunity. No problem, it's good to have you on. George, look, we're getting into shearing season and things are starting to get busy for you and other shearers around the country. Just maybe it's a good time to focus because it's a busy job for farmers, it's a busy job for the shearing teams. In terms of preparation for shearing, what can farmers do to leave the job a bit easier for yourself and for themselves as well? Yeah, well, I think from the farmer's point of view for preparation, well, the first thing is the farmer needs to, and the shearing contractor between them, he needs to call the contractor in good time. Don't call them at the last minute and expect them to be there the next day. So that's one thing, and work it out between them that it can be done. But from the point of view of uh, uh, safety for everybody, it's very, very important um, that the proper protocol is, is adhered to when you go in on the farm, particularly if there's anyone vulnerable on that farm as well, it's very important that they're not in contact and safe distancing is really important. Um, and it can be so up quite well, particularly those shears with shearing trailers or shearing races, you're already shearing six, seven feet apart in general anyway, and a uh, farmer can fill the trailer when the shearers are back out shearing, not when they're in the trailer, so you keep that distance all the time. It's also important to keep your equipment clean, uh, disinfectant uh, when it's coming onto the farm and when you're leaving that farm, and always carry disinfectant around with you as well for to uh, wash your hands, which in fairness I've found most farmers are providing and have been very, very cautious on that, have been very good from that point of view. George, I know you, you, you've been involved in preparing a document um, for permission for shearers to travel around the country because frequently you, you can be in from very different areas, shearers will come in as teams from. Um, maybe you'll just talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I think it's important. On behalf of the Irish Sheep Shears Association, I was asked to negotiate with the Department of Agriculture, which are very helpful ways. And a very simple document, and it's headed with the Irish Sheep Shears Association, Key Animal Worker Animal Welfare reads, and the shearer's name has to go on it as a key worker with the sheep shearing and wool industry to demand the welfare of sheep during the current pandemic. And it just goes on at your own address. I'm travelling from my home address, which is always there, so it can't be chopped or changed or messed with, to shear sheep and ensure their welfare is being met. And to deliver wool packs if it comes into it for environmental reasons in line with COVID-19 guidelines issued by the Department of Agriculture as of the 24th of the 4th, 2020, plus any additional guidelines that may be issued. And I am a member of the Irish Sheepshears Association, ISSA, and my details can be confirmed by contacting the Secretary of the ISSA on the above number, which I can give if you require. So that, that's like, look, it is one of them essential tasks that has to be carried out. In front and of we carry that all the time with us and when the guards, in fairness, if the stop is anywhere, uh, you can produce this and you're not messing around and they know you're going to see your sheep. You can tell them where you're going and they know where you're coming from. Everything is above board and it's 100% agreed with the department, which were very, very helpful uh, with this, with the Department of Agriculture. And it keeps everyone on an even keel. George, just in terms of some of the basics in preparation, like obviously look fast and cheap beforehand, Dagenham, how big of a difference does that make to you as a shearer? As a shearer, 
I think it's very important, and a lot of people didn't realise it, but the importance of having sheep emptied out off the boat, solids and liquids, for eight, ten hours before shearing makes a massive difference. A, shearing co- uh, a sheep coming in off a full paddock of grass, there's actually a big chance of them getting a heart attack for a start. You're pulling around a lot of waste that's totally unnecessary. There's a lot more stress on the animal and on the shearer. So it's very important that sheep are emptied out. Now, when they are put in overnight as well, put them in on a concrete floor is just deadly because they'll be completely messed up. It'll be like a slurry tank the next morning. Ideally, have the lambs, lambs drafted off. Now, that doesn't always work out to be able to have it done until just before starting shearing, but that's uh, very important if that can be done. But if you can put them in an, an old shape where you had the sheep in in the winter, not with loose straw, that would just a kind of dry farm in your inus that will soak up the damp and dirt. That's very, very important. Um, ideally, they should be dagged and cleaned up. But to have the sheep emptied out and the lambs drafted off before shearing is very, very important. And no food or liquids for at least eight, ten hours before shearing. It makes it a lot easier for everybody and the sheep will move around a lot easier. A sheep coming in off a big full paddock of grass, it's nearly impossible to push them around and move them as well. As you said, it, it leaves it easier on man and beast, so it does. The dagging yeah. as well, look, obviously that speeds the shearing process up for you. It certainly makes a big difference because when you're a shearer and you're, you're trying to clean up the tail end of the sheep, it's hard on your gear, it's hard on the animal. The sheep should be dagged and cleaned up pre-shearing, that should be done pre-shearing. It leaves a lot easier for everybody, both the shearer and the farmer, but equally important for the animal. There's less stress on the animal as well, and the job can be done a lot more efficient and cleaner. Just something we touched on there earlier, George, and look, uh, probably safety is more in our focus this year, and we, you mentioned about COVID earlier, but in terms of handling the sheep, both, look, there's a risk there for shearers, there's a risk of people handling them, and probably this year there'll be more around on farms than there is in previous years. How do you see, how can we improve things from a safety point of view when we're shearing? I think uh, somebody must take the responsibility, uh, both the farmer and the shearer. I know I have stopped shearing on occasions in places because um, this year it's more important than ever and it's important all the time because we know that all schools and colleges are closed. Shearing is an attraction for young people. It's great to see it happen, but they must be kept, uh, kept at a safe distance, both from the COVID-19 point of view and from their own safety point of view. A single loose sheep is deadly, uh, nearly as bad as cattle, and you don't hear much being said about it. Just myself, I Actually, I was very near being in my grave only three weeks ago uh, shearing a sheep when I got a full bang of a hoggis running at full fight straight into the side of my head. I ended up for three or four days in Bowman Hospital with a very serious head injury. So um, uh, everything was done right. It was just a freak accident. We don't want to see these things accident. These accidents happen. And as well, another thing that we do see happen, and I've stopped it a few times, is um, wool packs maybe just hanging out of a loader, which is fine. But always put something on the teeth of the loader that someone can't walk into or, or an accident happen. Now, another thing that we would see happen from time to time is young kids being put up in wool packs to walk the wool down in them. Grand when it's only half full, but when it comes up near the top then and there's maybe a little bit of messing start going on, something happens, the fallout head first down on the concrete yard. These are things, particularly this year and every year, we do not want to hear or see happen. Safety is of the utmost importance. If the sheep are not shorn today and have to wait until tomorrow, the world won't stop. But if somebody gets injured or even worse, we do not want to hear that happen and shearing this year or any year. That's a very well point. And look, we're very glad that you made a good recovery from yourself. Just in terms of the shearers, obviously keeping their gear right is important as well. And any electrical equipment they're using, that's another aspect that can be overlooked sometimes. 
we very often overlooked it. Um, I mean, um, make sure your cables, what you're plugging into, is is correct safely. Your machines are in order and they have been tested. No cables thrown out across yards or something's driving across them or hanging up and not high enough for a load on my kitchen or whatever, or animals getting caught in the, in the leads. And at all times, use a circuit breaker. And the other thing, we've been lucky enough for a while now, we haven't had it, but we never know the day, is lightning. You should never, ever shear if there's lightning, even if there's only one sheep left to be done, because lightning will bypass everything you have, and it'll end up coming to where the main machine is plugged into, and it can be just fatal. So no chances to be taken. And from your uh, your combs and cutters, it's very, very important. If you're not sharpening yourself, whoever you get to do it, it's a proper job getting done. If they're not cutting properly or not properly sharp, it's not going to be an efficient job and it's going to be a little bit more stress on yourself and on the animal as well. So make sure you have your gear in good order. It's very, very important. You'll be well prepared for it. George, something else you've been involved in for the last number of years, and it's something that's important, is training young people how to shear, and not always young people, but just training farmers themselves how to shear. Look, it's a profession in itself. But there are areas of the country where it is difficult now to get somebody in to shear. That's probably one of them vital skills that we've maybe lost a little bit at farm level. Uh, yes, I think it is. I think if you're involved in the sheep farming or in the sheep business, it's no load to carry to learn how to shear a sheep. That doesn't mean you have to shear a sheep or even shear your own sheep, but to know how to do it, I think, is very, very important. And if it's not the shearing, for crutching them, for the cleaning them up uh, pre-lamming, or pre-going to the tipping season, whatever it might be, cleaning up lambs before they go to the factory or the marts. It's it's no load to carry, and I think everybody should do it. Obviously, this year, with the rules and regulations, we can't run courses as of yet, but hopefully before the end of the year, uh, we might be able to do something more on that. But it's no load to carry. I know there's a lot of... Maybe there is a short, big shortage of shears in some parts of the country, but there is a few shears have come back shearing that can't build or whatever. At the moment, there were other jobs, and they've come back to do a little bit of shearing, but the minute that road door opens again, they'll be gone back at that job. Um, it's not easy if they've left off shearing, come back and start at it again. But uh, there will be courses happening in the future. But as was always done in New Zealand uh, in agricultural colleges, and that one of the skills that you were always learned, you weren't forced to continue afterwards, but you had to learn and be able to shear a sheep. And I think it's a, it's very important. And uh, probably if most farmers done that, uh, they would have a bit more appreciation for the shearing and what goes into it and for the preparation and being ready for the shearing as well. So I, I think it's very important. And uh, as a member of the Irish Sheep Shears Association, we are there and are prepared to pull up and sell courses, which we have done in previous years right throughout Ireland. So it's very important that that continues and will uh, be on the way again as soon as we're allowed to do so. Hopefully, hopefully we think so. And it is an opportunity for a young person to go into it. And I think the one thing that's obvious anyone sees anyone in the shearers, there's great camaraderie among us as well. Yeah, there certainly is. I mean, it's a great crack. You meet people and you meet great friends all over the country and it's great. It might be only once a year you meet up with the farmers you go work for. You have a great chat and in fairness, I find Irish farmers, well, certainly all the farmers I work for and I want to hear tell us, were very well looked after, very well received and uh, it, it's great. But for young people, it gives them an opportunity of meeting people, getting out. It also, also gives them an opportunity of travelling maybe down to New Zealand or Australia, meeting other people and you can take it in sometimes as part of your farming training for some of these courses so uh, it's one of the few skills that you can actually travel the world and make a, a little bit of money now i will give one other little example on that shearing 
is the only job in the world that the Shearer brings a sweat towel to work with him every day. That doesn't happen in any other job in the world that I know of. So that's maybe the downside of it. But uh, there's a lot of good sides to it. Very good. George, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for coming on with us. Hopefully we'll catch up with you again later on in the year. And thank you very much, Kieran. Thanks and the best of luck to everybody uh, during this very, very difficult season. Thanks, George. Okay, Kieran. Okay, we'll wrap things up at this point. Again, I want to thank George for taking time out of his busy schedule to join us. Many will be familiar with George from the Sheeran demonstrations he's done at many public events around the country. And indeed, he runs training courses the length and breadth of the country. Hopefully, something we'll see again soon. Well worth doing for somebody who wants to pick up the skills or indeed for Shearers to want to brush up on their technique. George did indicate being well prepared is one thing that reduced the workload for both the Shearer and Farmer alike. And again, pay attention to farm safety when cheering it's one of the busier days on the farm during the year that's it for me for any other updates from the sheep program keep an eye on our twitter page at Chalky Sheep I'm Kieran Lynch thanks for joining us in this episode of Ovicast don't forget to subscribe and tune in to future episodes